conditioners. Guideposts outreach by Norman Vincent Peale. How to use thought conditioners. Since happiness and effectiveness depend upon the kinds of thoughts we think, it is absolutely impossible to be happy if we think unhappiness producing thoughts. One of the wisest men who ever lived was Marcus Aurelius, who said a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. If you put into your mind thoughts of fear, you will get thoughts of fear out of your mind. Fill your mind with resentment thoughts and resentment attitudes will emerge. And in neither case, of course, can you find happiness inducing thoughts. Whatever the condition of your mind, the thought conditioners I'm going to suggest are so powerful that they will displace unhealthy thoughts. Indeed, displacement is the only way you can drive a thought from the mind. In my experience through many years in working with people, I have discovered that the most vital creative and positive thoughts are those stated in the Bible. Its words are alive. The Bible itself states what its spiritual words will do. If ye abide in me, my words abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. This means simply that if you fill your mind with spiritual words so that they sink from your conscious to your subconscious mind by a process of spiritual osmosis, you will so condition your personality with spiritual power and sensitivity that God's will can operate in you. Every great value of this life, the ones that really matter, shall then be yours. The words of the Bible are powerful thought conditioners. They are capable of revolutionizing the entire personality. Over the years, I had noticed that certain passages from the scriptures had a particularly potent effect on human beings. I began, therefore, to list the life-creating words from the scriptures that had done me the most good. Many of these I had recommended to others, so some of them had been called to my attention by people in whom there had occurred the most astonishing demonstration of new life and joy. When I applied them to myself, I found they did, indeed, possess tremendous effectiveness. The process I have used both personally and in counseling, which has accomplished most impressive results, is simply that of committing these great passages to memory. One puts them in the mind as in a sort of spiritual med medicine cabinet, each to be drawn out as needed for specific ills or, mal or maladies of the personality or to meet life situations as they develop. As suggested above, the method is also to conceive of these thoughts as having displacement value, crowding out injurious thought patterns. The best results are gained by utilizing spare minutes to say these scripture passages or thought conditioners over and over. As you are riding on the bus or train or washing the dishes or waiting for an appointment, utilize fractional moments to dwell and meditate upon the meaning of these texts. As you do so, there will flash out from as you do so, there will flash out from them new insights, new perceptions of truth. Gradually, by a deep therapy, they will drive into your mind until presently your life will become a living demonstration of God's power. The booklet contains 40 creative and vital passages. Why 40? Perhaps because in his own deepest spiritual experience, Jesus spent 40 days in the desert withstanding temptation. There is no magic to the number 40, but it so happened that when I finished my list, it totaled 40. There are many more vital passages. In fact, you can read and reread the Bible for a lifetime and never exhaust its wisdom. This is my 40, and when you complete these and feel that they are in your permanent possession, explore the scriptures further and find the many others that will have the same health-giving effect in your life. We've included some extra pages at the back of the booklet for this purpose. Now, the method for using this booklet. Number one, 
I suggest that you read it through quickly at one reading to get the overall impact of the 40 of 40 of the greatest gems of thought ever spoken. Number two, start at the beginning and memorize one verse a day. Meditate upon the brief message given with each. Then practice the simple techniques suggested. There are not these are not arranged according to problems or categories. Neither are they selected on any basis of relative importance. I have listed them just as they have come out of my own mind, one after the other. Perhaps God sorted them for this particular purpose. I give them to you with a prayer that these brief spiritual thought conditioners may add to the happiness and usefulness of your life. Norman Vincent Peale Thought Conditioners Number 1. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Luke 18.27 This text shows how to do an impossible thing. Size up your problem. Pray about it. Do all you can about it. If it seems impossible, don't give up, but affirm. Quote, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Keep relaxed. Don't worry. Avoid getting panicky. Never think, this can't be done. Declare, it can be done. It is being done because God is doing it through me. Affirm that the process is in operation. The final outcome may not be entirely what you now des desire, but handled in this manner, the solution will be what God wants it to be. Thought Conditioners number two. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John fourteen twenty seven. Without a deep inner state of quietness, one becomes prey to tension, worry, and ill health. A song, a sunset, moonlight, the sea washing on a, sand sh on a sandy shore, these administer a healing balm, but they lack power to penetrate the inner recesses of the soul. A profound depth therapy is required to attain healing quietness. An habitual repetition of this one text will in time permeat your personality with a complete sense of peace. When tense or restless, sit quietly and allow these words to pass unhindered through your thoughts. Conceive of them as spreading a healing bomb throughout your mind. Thought Conditioners number three. Renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 51.10 Here's a fragment of a verse which will bring you friends, health, happiness, and success. It can improve your disposition. The word disposition refers to the manner in which you are disposed to react to situations and people. If your automatic res emotional reaction is irritable, crabby, selfish, haughty, it impairs or even destroys your relationships. The quality of your disposition depends upon your inner spirit. This thought conditioner, by the, by the use of the word renew, implies that when you were created, you had a good disposition. If you have allowed it to deteriorate, Almighty God who created you can recreate and renew you in you the fine balance, the controlled spirit. He can restore that vital factor in a good disposition, inner quiet control. Let no day pass after today that you do not say many times, quote, renew a right spirit within me. Thought Conditioners number four. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Perhaps the strain and burden of life have made you tired. If so, maybe you are carrying life too heavily. Primarily, we do not get tired in our muscles, but in our minds. We develop that I'm swamped feeling. Allow this text to dissolve in your thoughts as a kind of spiritual lozenge. As you turn to Jesus in your thoughts, he will give you rest. And how does, that, and how does he do that? 
One way is by showing you how to work. Lean on me, he says. In other words, work by my method. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11.30 That is to say, easy does it. Don't strain, don't tug, relax. Do one job at a time using the light torch, the easy stroke. Thought Conditioners number 5. What things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Mark 11.24. To pray successfully, you must employ affirmation and visualization. Form a picture in your mind, not of lack or denial or frustration or illness, but of prosperity, abundance, attainment, and health. Always remember you will receive as a result of prayer exactly what you think, not what you say. If you pray for achievement but think defeat, your words are idle because your heart has already accepted defeat. Therefore, practice believing that even as you pray, you are receiving God's boundless blessings and they will come to you. Thought Conditioners number 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Proverbs 3.5 this text will help you avoid a nervous breakdown. It will stimulate your recovery if you have had a, if you have had one. A famous neurologist specialist in nervous breakdowns often prescribes this text for his patients. He writes the words on a card and instructs his patients to commit them to memory and repeat them until they are indelibly printed on the subconscious mind. The cause of much nervous trouble is frustration and the antidote to frustration is a calm faith, not in your own cleverness or in hard toil, but in God's guidance. The cure of frustration is the belief that God will help you obtain your heart's desire. Trust in God with all your heart, and you will be able to keep on working in health and happiness for long years to come. Thought Conditioners number 7. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10.10 Many people are lacking in energy. Their vitality is low. They are filled with inner conflicts which dissipate energy. They are dull and apathetic. What is the secret of energized life? Christ is the answer. It is said of him, quote, In him was life. John 1.4 Fill your mind with Christ, fill your heart with him, and inevitably energy, vitality, exuberance, delight, and eagerness will well up within you. Every day as you repeat this text, make it read, quote, Christ has come that I, fill in your own name, might have life and might have it more abundantly. Thought Conditioners number eight, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effective, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James 5.16. God does heal. He does it in two ways, through science and through faith. In healing, confession is important for much illness results from buried resentments and guilt. Confession to a competent counselor releases these poisons, cleanses the mind and soul, thus stopping the passing on of diseased thought to the body. Effectual prayer that is scientific prayer is very powerful. The essence of the technique is confess your faults, pray with kindred spirits, even if separated by distance, and enthusiastically, fervently believe.